Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions! You like that? You like that? I like that. You gotta like that, right? My approval ratings keep going up. Sorry to keep you waiting, complicated business. No complicated business here. The Washington football team. Uh, guys, I- I'm short on words, honestly. I'm not short on emotions, but I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle to find some words here. It is late, just short of midnight here. What an incredible, 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 and frankly, must-win situation that just came through. I mean, I, I honestly, I'm still kind of wrapping my mind around what what I just watched because it's the tale of two teams. It's the tale of two cities. It's the tale of two halves. It's it's unbelievable what we just watched. You know, I, I we gotta find something. And I think I think by the end of this show, the nerves should have calmed down just a little bit here because again, what we just saw is crazy. Fitz Heine magic is a real thing. All right, I'm I'm super excited about Fitz, Fitz Heine magic. Okay, I don't know. Like, I want to believe. I want to believe so badly that Ryan Fitzpatrick is channeling all of the magic at Heineke and talking to him constantly and helping him do what he needs to do. And, and there's going to be a ton of storylines. I'm, I'm always excited when our team plays on the national stage. It's usually bad news, right? And this goes back for forever and ever. It's usually really bad news because we, we typically don't perform the, the, the primetime curse, the whatever. This is a different story. And I think there's going to be a couple just consistent headlines from coast to coast tomorrow on, on all platforms from screaming a Smith all the way down to the beat reporters that cover both of these teams. Uh, Before I get into what I want to get into, I want to throw it to both of you for those that are watching the show or listening live. That's razzle. And that's FP FP. It's good to see you, my man. Welcome back. And you picked the perfect show to return uh, to return. Like this is, this is an incredible situation. This is an incredible situation. We don't get to celebrate these primetime victories that frequently. Razzle, I want to go to you first. Just, you know, we're what, 15 minutes removed from this game. Give me, give me your, 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 your three-word description or your three-sentence description. You know, I can't believe it because usually we're on the other end of these things. I, I can't usually believe it either. I'm still Usually I'm still it's, the other, it's the other kicker who's making this kick and breaking our heart. And we I'm, thought, you know, that's right. the way that's right. uh, our, our, our buddy Taylor Heineke uh, was played tonight was I need to take back my cam. I, I don't, I don't want to hear any cam. Where's Steve? God, I, want, <laughs> I, I knew. I just had a feeling he was going to punt. If this yeah. was a loss – I feel like Steve would have been the first one. He would have fired up the mics. He would have signed up to, yep. do, to host he's the ready. show. He's ready he to bury ready. them when they're he's down. He's ready. No, no. I, 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 I was impressed. I, I mean, we, it was a little bit of an inconsistent game. You know, we didn't see a full, full four quarters little played. Bit. But the way we finished, you know, the way we went down the field, we made those plays. Um, you know, the out to, to Adam Humphreys to get that first down, to get out of bounds. You know, I got to hand it off to the Washington football team. This is a game that we usually will lose, no matter who the opponent is, whether it's the Giants, whether we did lose, we did lose, we missed the no. kick. We no, missed no, the kick. they were offside. They were offside. But there's a little bit of face those are the things that never happen. Those are the things that never break right. our way, right? And that, yeah, and you know, you gotta, you gotta feel good for the kid and Taylor because you know, I, I after that pick that he threw, he just looked so like distraught, oh, like he you just wanted to give him really another shot. You know, yeah, FP, kind of. What, what did you think about the game tonight? I mean, FP, oh. first of all, FP, first of all, I'm digging the hat, all right? Thank I, you, I, thank I just you. love the red Fred Durst hat. I'm just such a fan it's the, uh, of the it's backwards the, hat. the gold curly W Nats hat. Whatever. Or- Listen, you wear this. <laughs> wear it for the rest of the season, okay? Do whatever whatever juju you brought tonight, bring it, bring it every freaking week. We're going to need a lot is- more juju, man. We, we do need a lot more. I mean, what stood out to you? What stood out to you? I mean, we obviously, like for, for obviously not everyone's part of our chat constantly behind the scenes during a game. I mean, there are probably, I, I don't know, a hundred tweets between on our account between everybody that's got access to it. Probably 500 messages amongst the, the five or six of us that kind of put this show together and keep the wheels turning. I mean, you were pretty active tonight. Oh, and, man. And I think 
you know, I appreciate you keeping Steve in check and we are going to take some shots at him because again, <laughs> if this game had ended, you know, the way it originally ended missing the kick, Steve literally would have been the first person here just going bananas about the D hey, and there about was a everything. couple times. There was a couple times I was on Steve's side during this game, but I'll tell you what, the one thing that sticks out to me, cause I'm still riding high. I'm still, I'm still positive on this team right now before we dig into it. I'll tell you what, when's the last time you saw a Washington football team put up 30 on the scoreboard? 30. Regardless of what happened, we somehow managed to put enough points on that board to win. And through, I mean, Ricky Seals, Joan, we finally saw Terry. We finally, like, AG was running. We should have ran him a little bit more, but the weapons did what the weapons needed to do. Props to to Heineke. Uh, I mean, and and so and from for the coaching they were good. I mean Ron didn't make any decisions. Oh, I got have, some thoughts about Ron though. He I, didn't I, I, he honestly, didn't do any decisions that left my head scratching though. Well, he he didn't seem like he was really into the game. There were there was some cuts in the first. Uh, he looked like angry. he didn't want to be angry. there. No, he looked yeah exactly. Like he, he was yeah something just didn't look right. You know, it, like he's not talking to anybody. He's kind of like could have been a fly on that locker room at halftime, man. Oh man, me. he went in on them. Yes. Yes. But look, let, let's get into this game. It's a, it's a, you, you look, you asked a perfect question. When was the last time they hung 30 on anybody? Right. But when was the last time they were really competitive in a game, you know, that they had to have, I mean, yes, the, the, the playoff, the playoff appearance last year is one thing and it's, it's kind of frozen in time, but this, even though it's the same people, it just looks like a different team. When was the last time they had 400 yards of total offense? When was the last time we come back? We came back and won a game. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can keep going. When was yeah. the last time Dustin missed one and then made one and didn't get didn't freeze himself or didn't just you know? I, I, is he going to be? Look, it's not a hot take. He shouldn't be the kicker next week. No, oh, he should. He should. Oh, no, he, he, he's he's, good. he's pretty he's, he's pretty good. consistent. He's better than the. I mean, can we, can we define what good or consistent is? Because he misses as many as he makes. You have to factor in just how this team does historically if we get a kicker graham gano and let him go we go through a huge rough patch of finding somebody else and then we finally get somebody that's at hopkins level if you get rid of hopkins there's zero guarantee that the guy that i'm pro i'm pro hopkins but he misses a lot of field goals and the one that went through after the one that didn't go went that the one that missed through Looked really similar to the one. Yeah, it looked like it was the same kick, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like at some point, I, look, okay. If they had lost this game, we would be talking about which heads have to roll and everything else. Winning does cure all. And for one week, for one, for even for just for one hour right now, I think we, we just collectively, everyone needs to take a deep breath in and then a deep breath out, right? Because this team, they did what they needed to do, which is get a win. They are one and one. It's a division right. win. Like for, for at least one night, everything's okay, right? At, at least for one night. But yeah. in reality, like you said, there's a lot of firsts here. 400 yards of offense, comeback victory. Um, I mean, I don't remember. I mean, 87 rushing yards, not a bad day. 25 first downs. Anybody have that parlay? Joe, did, was that one of our first? Nah. Like, who would have <laughs> taken that bet? 25 first downs, 23 for the Giants. And we'll talk about the defense here in a second, but... Because we won, let's focus on some of the things that, that went well. I mean, the story is Heineke. The story has to be Heineke for me, 100%. right? You know, I, and, and usually in these recap shows, we kind of come in with like three things, right? I, I think one of my things is the kicking, uh, the kicking on this team. I, I think Hopkins has to be challenged in, in practice for over the next, you know, 10 days. There has to be some accountability here with the kicker. Okay, there has to be. And I understand on a whole... Yes, the league is in a different place and kicking is not what it used to be, blah, blah, blah. You can't make as many as you miss and then be considered to be – this isn't baseball. You can't go up there and swing 10 times, you know, hit it two and a half or three, and you're amazing at your job. This is a totally different I think different he made beast. three field goals tonight. Heineke, oh, I'm sorry, not Heineke. Good. Sorry, Hopkins. Hopkins yeah, made are, three field goals tonight. Are you confident when he steps up that he, yeah. he's – no. Okay. Okay. So that's the last thing we need to be talking about tonight. We all need right. To be all right. About, so let's talk about positives then. Let's talk, let's about, talk about the positive. Who do let's I want about, to be tomorrow? Let's talk about Taylor. Let's talk let's about talk Taylor. About for Taylor. You know, I, he started off a little slow. We had those first two drives where both of them went three and out. 
he had the, uh, I think he got sacked on both third oh, downs. They didn't start he, slow. They didn't start. They didn't start. They, yeah, the whole first quarter was completely That was bad. SHIT with a capital S, baby. And then the second quarter, they started opening things up. He started making throws. He had he built that relationship with who we got set right here on the screen, Mr. McLaurin. Um, and, and they started making some plays that they needed to make to keep this game competitive. I mean, we went into halftime looking at the box score here. We went to halftime with the lead, fourteen to ten. We had two good, uh, touchdowns in the second quarter. To, to you know, so like I said, the game it was a good game. I feel it, it's, we 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 won the second quarter. We won the fourth quarter. You know, the other two quarters we kind of came out flat. We came out of the half flat. We thought this game looked like it was going to be pretty much dead and gone. Um, the way I mean, Daniel Jones. I mean, he, I think you know, hats off to Daniel Jones. I know we haven't brought up many of the Giants yet, but Daniel Jones played a hell of a game he ran the ball he made plays um totally he, surprized by his running totally because he did the same thing last year he did the same exact thing yeah, last you know, year but it's but almost like they game planned it this time right yeah it, it yeah, wasn't right. a scramble they game planned for him to run and, and some of the throws that he made on our secondary i mean that Darius slain touchdown i mean if, if that if, if he made that catch that we would have been talking about a different outcome tonight I you mean, know, the Giants let us win. They right. They did not want to win this game. Right, right. Yeah. And, and it's, I mean, I don't know how anyone disagrees with that. I mean, Daniel, Daniel Jones, I, I'm not ready to talk about the Giants. I got to be honest. There's a couple things. I think we still got to talk about the football team. I mean, I, I think we should continue to, to highlight Heineke here. I mean, he he, he balled out, right? And he, start, he started off slow. And, you know, Joe, and I would ask you and maybe challenge you a little bit. Do you think, do you think it was – Turner calling a better game as the game progressed or Heineke taking more, you know, more ownership or, at, you know, at the line and just making calls. Cause I, I'm not look, Scott, I, yeah, I still think we, he calls. We, yeah. I mean, the, the, you know, I have a lot to say about Scott Turner, but I just, for Heineke, like it was literally like night and day, those first two possessions, it did. It didn't look like the offense understood what, what you're supposed you said it. What are we supposed to do on third down? It's, it's, it's convert you know, convert right. <laughs> and, and they weren't able to do it consistently. Right. They weren't able to do it. But, but as the game progressed, maybe Heineke settled in, maybe Turner settled in like Turner seems like the guy, you know, once upon a time there was talk, you know, that our offensive coordinator, remember when we had like the triangle offensive coordinators where like the guy upstairs was talking yeah. to the guy on the sideline and they had their, their first 15 plays scripted. This was a J thing, right? Club J. Hey, these are the first 15 things we're going to do. We're going to run them in order. We're not going to adjust anything. These are the first 15 plays. Don't talk to me until we get to play 16 type of thing. Maybe, maybe some of that is still here. Like, I just feel like Scott's not willing to just go, even yeah, though they came deviate out from the plan. Yeah, like exactly. And it, it actually drives me a little bananas, but it, it just looks as he gets deeper into the playbook and, and opens it up a little bit. I think he's got something, and I think I think the football team's got something in Heineke. I just I just do. Yeah, I mean it's the quarterback call and Heineke and not Turner. Hundred percent, this is Heineke and not Turner. And and all you have to do is look at that touchdown pass to Ricky Sales Jones. That oh, play yeah. was a hundred percent Heineke scrambles, looks, and he goes, "Let's let's just throw it up. Let's his guy makes a, make a play, and boom, touchdown." And Scott Turner. Maybe he adjusted. Maybe it was the first 15 plays, and then he he started adjusting. But late into that game, a.k.a. the play with the pick, you shouldn't be calling passing you plays be calling when you're defending the clock. At that point, you're defending the clock. It's second and four. Passing? Exactly. So, but is Scott that new? Turner, That's not new. That's not a new problem here. So the problem with Scott Turner, and from a lot of interviews – his offense is very antiquated, not just the plays coming from North Turner's coaching tree. It's the language behind the play is so antiquated. It's, it's, it's a terrible offense. And it's something that this like Heineke is doing what he's doing because he's been in this offense for so long. Terry has been in this offense now for what, three years, I mean, two we, years. It's amazing that we've gone this long. And this is the, really the first mention of number 17. Ter yeah, Terry McLaurin. Absolutely. Listen, the best compliment you can you can pay a receiver, in my opinion, and this is not my words, these are I'm stealing this from somewhere, right? Best compliment you can pay to any wide receiver in this league is is to tell him that he's quarterback proof. Terry McLaurin is quarterback proof. Yes. This guy will Absolutely. catch will catch I feel like his game is elevated by anyone. Taylor. Y yes. 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 And I it, it felt like again, they it the game started and you could see maybe maybe Taylor was forcing, maybe Heineke was forcing the ball just a little bit. Between the tight end, like inside, outside, he was trying maybe to do a little bit too much. I don't know. 
but it was clear. Terry is unguardable and certainly not. He's not going to be guarded by one guy. And, and Heineke picked up on it and starting somewhere in the maybe middle of the second quarter. Yeah. It just started heating up. Just look, just look his way, feed him. Even, even if you're not passing it to him, if it's not, you know, if the play isn't for him, yeah, just he's make looking the defense guys off. shift. Terry over McLaurin there. is quarterback proof. This guy is, I, I hope he is a Washington football team. Uh, you know, I hope he's on this roster from the beginning from, he obviously was drafted by the team. I hope he's here until the end of his career. I, I just, I, a I, I, I can't explain to anybody. And if you're not a football team fan, I can't explain this to you, what it feels like to have someone like him on this team. You know, if I, I can, you know what? There's Go a ahead. stat line to, exp- there's a stat line to explain Terry McLaurin. He has started a game every three games with a different quarterback. He's never gone four games with the same quarterback ever in his career since he started with the Washington football team. And the fact that he's putting up the numbers that he's putting with zero quarterback consistency, even the nobodies, even the, the non-fans should know Terry McLaurin, especially in this area. Yeah, one thing I just I, – I, Taylor did a good – I know he, he kind of zeroed in on Terry. They made the connection in the second quarter, kept going. But I saw a couple plays from the rookie, Deami Brown, that I like. I oh, thought he had a I huge thought, catch. Yeah, he had a huge catch. I think Adam Humphreys got involved in the slot, making a couple of uh, uh, small plays. I thought uh, Taylor, what he did, obviously Terry had 11 catches for 107 yards, great game. But I thought he got a couple plays. He got a couple other people involved. Logan Thomas had a solid game. The pass to McKissick on the right sideline that kind of got us back into the game. That was a beautiful play. It was beautiful, like two right. plays. Like he had two bit, beautiful passes back to back. So I think overall, this is a B plus game for Taylor. You know, uh, and and I'm happy with that. I mean, what more do you I'm, What more do you need to see from him to give him an A, Joe? Um, I uh, not throwing an interception when you have the lead. Okay. Like like let's not take that away from him. He made that mistake, and he if he if he waited a little bit, he would have saw that defender right there. He didn't let the play. He was nervous. He let the, he let the play come together. Um, like I, he, I get he came back. He came back strong. He after came back that strong. Mistake no, in, I'm not, in a very yeah. important time. So, yeah, very resilient. I, I, resilient B plus almost a. I mean, I don't think you could have asked more from Heineke from this game. He did well, everything you needed he, him to do. He, well, he gave he me got 22 support. and a half rushing yards, which I needed for my bet tonight. So that's something that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the four-way parlay didn't work there. No, uh, no. Yeah, I, I was watching. I think you hit on a couple. We hit on a couple, but not, not on that one in particular. No. Uh, let, let's talk about Gibson here for a second, too. He, you know, he averages a healthy average, 5.3 on 13 attempts, different volume. You know, it, it looked like maybe they were going to make a little bit more of an effort to, to keep him involved, you know, Game plan, I guess, changed. You know, McKissick got, uh, you know, he got one touch last week or on Sunday, four days ago. Like, feels like five minutes ago. I feel like it's been one long, super long show, basically, uh, since Sunday. But Gibson played, again, he played, he played okay. And I, and I want to talk, I mean, Deami Brown, there was a play early in the second quarter. Um, I think I, I, I texted it or mentioned it in the group. He caught the ball. He turned around. He literally had one of the cornerbacks from the Giants on his back, and he just started running forward as if it, it was just, you know, just, you know, just body bag the dude and just was running until he was brought down by two, you know, two other guys came and tackled him. So, like, he seems like a baller. I mean, he, he you know, three catches, 34 yards. He's a rookie. I, I think he's going to have a role here. And I and yeah. honestly, insert, and I hate to say it, because the, the team deserved this win and they played great. But, but Curtis Samuel will give them a legitimate other option, even if it's just, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Samuel is never going to be that, you know, down the field, just, you know, scary speed guy anymore because of the, the age or the hamstring or whatever. But he's still, he's still got hands and the dude is, he can get out there and just catch the ball. Even, even if he's just a possession receiver, it kind of reminds me like someone like Brandon Marshall. If you remember like early in his career, really fast and a lot, very streaky, deep, deep routes, deep crosses. And as he got progressively older, which is totally okay, he just he just turned into like perfect hands. And anything you throw anywhere near him, he's gonna catch it. I mean, um, he has a little Pierre Garcon vibe to him, or he, he could does. have that. Oh, yeah. I love me some Pierre I mean, Garcon. Who, who doesn't love Pierre? He could be your trusted guy. Pierre. Spread out yeah. that offense, and then he's your safety valve, right? So. Yeah, I mean, you, you figure you, you insert him into this lineup. I mean, you can't do like Terry. Terry went for uh, what 11, 11 for a hundred yards. So I'm, I'm trying to let me look at the box yep. score here. Yeah, yep, eleven catches for one hundred and seven. If you even if you trot Curtis Sam, if he takes four or five looks away from him, it helps both players. So I'm encouraged, you know. But at the same time, I, I kind of agree with what FP said. Like the Giants, kind of like 
this was more about the Giants losing than it was about Washington winning. And 100%. I hate to say that, but it's the truth, right? Because yep. if you're if you're watching it from the Giants' perspective, and I'm sure our buddy Antonio is going crazy somewhere in New York right now, like you, you have a what a, a, a 150 yard run from Daniel Jones where he literally makes everyone on the defense look ridiculously slow, or maybe he's just super fast. I don't know, but he ran past everyone. He turned a corner and just wow. took off. Curtis he, Samuel looked like me chasing him. Uh, listen, Land, Landon Collins, Landon Collins couldn't have looked older for that four. It, it was four seconds. It felt like four minutes. And I'm sure if you're Landon Collins trying to catch the quarterback, the big mouth breather from New York, I'm sure on the inside, he died a little bit because he was nowhere near him. So like, if you're a giants fan, you have Daniel Jones, you have that, you have that, that, that TD gets wiped out. Then you get a drop. That's a, I mean, that's another touchdown right there. That's, that's a free two. touchdown right there. He made a beautiful and then you, pass. You're offside. You're offside on a end of game field goal attempt where let's be real. Like it was 50, 50 at best. I mean, every, every kick is 50, 50. I understand, but Hopkins, it's like, I mean, literally I couldn't watch. I couldn't watch. I don't think, I mean, it's just one of those things where you do one of these things, right. And you just can't, yeah. I can't watch it. And that's why for, like, if you're a giants fan, this is, this is like extra painful, like 29, 30 loss is painful. But I mean, as a Washington fan, I feel like we've been in this position 10 million times. They're really like New York is not as talented as Washington offensively or defensively. That is my opinion. They lost the game by one point and left at least 14 on the field. That's got to sting. Yeah, that's got to sting. And it's got to not leave us leave a good taste in our mouth on defense. We allowed the Giants to score 29 points. And, you know, there are times where the pass rush would look like exactly what we expect them to be the front four. We're getting to the Daniel Jones. But if we didn't get to Daniel Jones, he was making plays. And he was he, he was fine. He was dicing. I mean, he was dicing. He was dicing the secondary. Yep. The secondary is making me nervous. The more after these two games, you have to clarify game. though. It, it's the linebackers, not necessarily. Yeah, Willie, Willie, cornerback. Willie, Willie balled out. Balled out. Willie, St. Juice yeah. actually had some St. Juice great defended great passes. Yo, uh, Kenny, Kenny Galladay got held to three catches. Yeah, and, and uh, like, insignificant Kelly, catches. Kenny Galladay's hurt. He's not. He's not where he is. He's sitting on my bench right now on my fantasy team. That's where he belongs right now. Okay. Okay. I, the the point is, we allowed the Giants to score twenty nine points on our defense. Yeah, yeah granted, it's a field. It's a it's a, that's a lot. The Giants' offense last week. I, I, well, the, the defense. Hold on. Well, I mean, and Stevie's not here to defend himself, but I'm gonna take some shots anyway. Okay, he was ready to bury this offense. The, the defensive line, they got progressively less crappy. Okay, they weren't very good still, you know. But right. and they gave up. Remember, I mean, the Giants, uh, that the dude, that his leg exploded. I mean, that was uh, – I don't know if you guys Office saw the lineman, picture, yeah. yeah uh, do, do not disgusting. go Google or, or Twitter. It's it's terrible. And I, I feel, I'm i never going to cheer somebody's injury. That sucks. But the very next play, okay, they run – literally, they bring in – they bring in, you know, Razzle off the street to just play <laughs> right tackle. And then they literally – the audacity, the, the balls on Jason Garrett, we're going to run right that way. And Saquon rips off a 35-yard run. And I want to talk about Saquon for a second too, because he finished he finished with fifty seven yards total, right? So he got more I mean, than eighty yeah. percent on that one run. The defense they won't be the they won't be discussed tomorrow, right? There's a little bit of pressure I think taken off of them. The linebackers, there's a big problem here. There, there's a problem. big problem here. If only we used our first round pick to draft the stud line. Oh wait, we did do that. I mean, you got one. And I think uh, let's let me. I let heard me his name. What did, what did he do? I heard what his did name he do today. What's the ah, box come on, say? he's a rookie. Two tackles. It's, two tackles. It's, it's, it's week two. No, but you can't say he's a rookie. He's a first round rookie, and you have Micah Parsons over there on the Dallas Cowboys sitting there on hard knocks and and being. I know Michael, a Michael game Parsons changer. is only good on hard knocks. I saw a couple clips from him last week that looked completely lost against the Super Bowl defending Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, but he still lost. had Doesn't a great. Matter. He still had a great, much better game than Jamin Davis, who's getting plowed in the first week against the Chargers. Sort of did enough this week. But for being your middle linebacker, your first-round pick middle linebacker, you need more from him faster. And, well, and his team needs more from him because there isn't anyone behind him or in front of him that's any good. I, I, the, the, deep, the, the linebackers are – they're going to be problematic. And, and I feel like, you know, looking at the box score and, and kind of letting everything just kind of marinate and, and calm down, like I'm calming down a little bit after this yeah. game, right? The team – I mean, they got they – got, it's ironic to even say because Daniel Jones, I felt like he had all day to do whatever he wanted in the pocket. He could run, he could pass, he could stand there, he could have a picnic, and there was no pressure. I felt like there was 
consistently, no pressure. But they did end up with, I think Jonathan Allen ends up with what, two sacks, yeah, five tackles, five and a half tackles, and two sacks. Fuller got a sack off that corner. Sweat played a little we got bit them more. Four I'm, times. I'm kind of, yeah, like they, they seem to find a rhythm, but I mean, consistently, again, again, like this team is supposed to be the anchor, like the, the defensive unit, the defensive front in particular. And Deron Payne was posting on Twitter, and here comes the pain, and it's raining and rain plus pain. And yes, I get it. I get it. But you got to play better. I mean, that that was embarrassing. I mean, that's the second week now in a row, right? In the span of four days, that they seemingly were not prepared on the opening drive. I mean, they just, I don't know what happens. Like, it, it's literally like the you whole have team to take is it with warming up. Like, you have to I don't take know it with a grain of salt. The linebackers are so weak that teams are now preparing to face that front line by doing quick passes, three-step drops. And there's, I don't care how good you are, you're not going to get, you're not going to be able to get pressure consistently on a three-step drop. It's impossible. That linebacker group, that is the reason why we're not seeing the pressure from that front line. That's it. Hands down. That's the reason. So still did what he needed to do. Young still did what he needed to do. Payne stuffed a couple runs from, from Saquon easily. Jonathan Allen's a stud. Thank God we re-signed him. I like him as the anchor. Of I that line. never came back in, right? Ionitis no. did come back in. Did he? I, he was yeah. he was walking it off. You know, he's my guy. He got binged. You know? He 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 got he got the 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 jewels got jiggled a little bit. It, okay, it, that's all. I mean, it something happened because he, he. I mean, he was he was slow getting up, and he was he was doing the leg. You might. Yeah, I think you're right. He was doing the leg shake on the sideline for sure. Mm-hmm. The 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 air him out. It was, it was a helmet right to the junk. You could see it if you if you watch again. Let, let's. I mean, any thoughts on that that call? You know, to uh, to Ricky in the corner because. I mean that 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 would that's got to be deep in the playbook, right? I mean, we didn't even see Ricky take the field. See, I mean, he didn't. I don't think he played a single down he, as a tight he, end on on Sunday. He's a blocking tight end. As he comes into block, he's in the jumbo package. You know, he, he replaced, but maybe he maybe he's gotten sprinkle. older because he he used to catch balls. I mean, he, he right. used to, I think he was out in Arizona for a while. He used to catch yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah. You know, right? I mean, he definitely wasn't the number one option on that play. You can saw t- Taylor how he went through and made it his his reads and saw. It. And he at first he thought he was throwing it away the way. He, that ball came out, but I think a little bit of him was throwing it away. Yeah. He, he threw it in a place where if Ricky doesn't make it, nobody's getting it. Right. He threw he it in a place that only Ricky was going to catch it. So, I mean, he had the confidence from that first, uh, from the pass right prior to, to, to McKissick down the sideline. You know, it, it was a hell of a throw. It was a hell of a catch. It's a play that we, we needed at the right time, you know? Uh, so I, I, I'm, I was impressed by the, by, by, by the play. I was impressed by the execution and the confidence, you know? That's what this team needs. It needs confidence. It needs to, it needs to be able to walk into the game and say, we can execute. We know we're here. we belong here. Uh, we've been putting in the, in, in the work week in and week out in practice. That, that, those are the plays that – that's the fruit of, of the work that this team has been putting in. No, I mean the offense for I mean, sure. You're, very, you're singing. You're giving them a lot of praise there, Razzle. No, mean, I'm saying that one drive. By one point against that, the no, team. no. That I'm saying that drive with two beautiful plays it, uh, uh, on the screen on, on the out route to to McKissick, and then followed by the pass to Ricky jo- Seals Jones. Those two plays right there, I'm saying, are 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 plays that that this team needs in order to build on the confidence. Look, we're two weeks. We're not even two weeks. We're ten. We're four days into the season. You know, yes. we, we got a big game coming over Buffalo. We're going up to Buffalo we, uh, in 10 days. These well, look, are the if type they, of they games play like that they we need today, to win. If they if, play like they play today, they're going to lose by 20. Uh, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, we got to see what, what 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 kind of team Buffalo is this week. I mean, they, they didn't play that well. In no, no, I'm just saying just, just assess them based on what we just saw against the Giants. The Giants, again, like, I, I don't – I mean, there's no love lost between Washington and D.C., this is not a good team. It's not a good team. Saquon <sighs> did not go off. The receivers, Saquon with the exception of one or two plays, they didn't go off. Daniel Jones has no business looking the way he looks. He only looks this way against Washington. I mean, he's got the he's only in the league. Him. He's literally he's only in the league right now, or at <laughs> least the, he's only a starting quarterback because of his performances against the football team. He's four and one lifetime against the football team. He still put up numbers today. He yeah. just. 
I, it just it's gonna end up being one of these fluky things when we're when we're 65 years old someone's gonna be like well there's gonna be some random trivia at the whatever the pizza hut at night or whatever it's gonna be like oh what random quarterback that flamed out after three years dominated the washington football team during his tenure and we're all gonna raise our hand and say um the big dummy daniel jones because we, i mean it just yeah. we happen to be alive during this time and yeah. know that he's just got our number yeah, we'll we'll see him for one more game, and as as our as our buddy Antonio mentioned just earlier last week, he's not going to be here next year, so we're not going to have to worry about it well, again. Look, if you take this if you take this Taylor Heineke performance tonight, and if you clone it, every let's just say every single game goes basically the same way: some up, some down, 300, 350 ish passing yards, a couple touchdowns. If he if he's able to do this right as the starter for the next six, seven, eight weeks. They should be, you know, 30 points a game, 25 to 30. You're going to be in the mix in some of we'll these games. Four it's going to be four. on the defense, right? Right. If he's able to do it for the, the duration of the regular season, and I, I mean, I, I, again, like you said perfectly, Razzle, we're, we're four days into the season. If he's able to do it, he might be the guy. He might be the guy here. for, for you know, Because this is, as somebody had pointed out, this is the weakest uh, quarterback class collegiate quarterback class yep. in a long time we won't be high enough it's it's the it's just the same spot we're always stuck in like you're we're not good getting enough a draft to, qb no way yeah like we're not going to be in that position but taylor like hasn't he shown enough like it's i know it's three games but if three, he does it it's for another, two games it's two and a half yeah that's true that's true but he's got something he's got you know, something I, this isn't you. the colt mccoy hysteria train like there's no, something no, no. here with this kid no, no, I'm absolutely with you. And it's funny because last earlier, a couple of days ago, I was saying maybe we should sign Cam Newton. But but then in the offseason, I was I was saying we should have went into the season with Taylor as a quarterback and not wasted our time with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because we're not going to build with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's going to be here for this year. With them, and then he's going to go off. He's going to retire. Or he'll go play for his 18th team in the NFL. You know, um, he, he could be here and mentor. He could be a mentor. I mean, he doesn't he, want it. He wants to go out there and throw well, two interceptions. I'm sick and tired of this conversation of our old free agent quarterback coming in, getting hurt, and then we're like, oh, he could be a coach on the field. I'm I'm over this conversation. Uh, yeah, that's a good, let's co- get that's back, a good point. Let's We've get done back that on the Heineke hype train. Yeah. Listen, tonight, specifically – yeah, I, the only thing you could say to Fitzpatrick at this point, baby, is like the hips don't lie. Okay, like yeah. the hips yeah. don't lie. Nah, I mean, his game over he, on the hips. I, I, I'll give you a bold prediction: time. we're not going to see him again this season. You mean you're probably not going to see him again for his career, man? He's yeah. old with a hip injury. Like, nah, it's going to be the Heineke show. If Heineke gets hurt, we're going to bring Kyle Allen to do the Kyle Allen, you know, very vanilla Scott Turner offense. I mean, those guys are. Those guys are uh, it, it, they, they got a relationship the same way Colt McCoy and uh, Jake Gruden used to have a relationship. They used to go everywhere together. That's right. It was yeah. it was more about off the field, about winning off <laughs> yeah. the field, was <laughs> impacted the on the field performance. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good way to put it. Yeah. It, but if Taylor again, if Taylor does this or maintains this, you can't not consider him to be your long term solution. Like. He's not super – again, if he can run the offense with some proficiency, which he's demonstrated he can, if Scott Turner can just inject a little bit more creativity into the offense. That's not going to happen. Uh, well, that's not happen. I mean, maybe – look, again – You need like, a new offensive coordinator. When you win, you, you can make excuses and you can kind of write off some stuff. You know, like there's no excuse for the field to be as terrible as it is and for injuries to continue to happen. There, there's no excuse for any of that stuff. Did you see how many Giants fans were there? Way it was unbelievable, and not even like they were right there on, on, on like on, in the one hundred. Okay, I got. I could were hear you defense chance while yeah. the offense while our offense. Was I mean, I field. wasn't. I'm not surprised. I'm not. Are you oh, surprised? I mean, this was bad. This wasn't just like throughout this. This was like right there. Like, it's always this NFL, way. I was watching it, uh, the NFL Network crew. They had the halftime crew. Uh, and then you see Giants jerseys behind everyone there. You see even a couple Cowboys jerseys. Well, like, I mean, it, there's always going to be the the not the the never doubt da- or the not from Dallas guy that just shows MBDs. up. There's always going to be the one or two Michael Jordan jerseys. Yep. Like you can't nah, explain I mean, some of that stuff. But they but were look, all FP's, on TV. FP's, FPs here rocking a blue shirt anyway, right? That, but that's a DC rocking, shirt. Rocking rocking a cap shirt. Yeah, uh, I know. So maybe maybe that's what you saw on TV. Maybe no, that's, no, that's, no, that's I a probably, convention. I, know, I, I mean, saw a couple Cowboys jerseys. The question Giants is, here. what Giants fan is traveling for this team in a rainy Thursday night? Well, you know, no, no. the Giants fans don't, game. they're here. The, these guys live here because yeah. no one wants to live in New York. It's like Pittsburgh effect, right? 
There's there's fans everywhere because no one wants to live in these terrible cities. But again, like DC, like if you want if you want football team fans, if you want burgundy and gold throughout your stadium, you, you got to be more consistent and win. You need your owner to take some accountability. You you need you need to not have you know poop and sewage raining yeah. on your fans. There's a <laughs> so, bunch of things you got to do. You know you got to move the stadium back into DC, and maybe you don't build a hundred thousand person stadium when there's only about sixty thousand people that want to go to a game. Yeah. Like there's a whole bunch of things that factor into that, right? So like I'm not I'm never surprised anymore about away fans. I mean look at the Chargers fans. You know like yeah, people, no. Chargers were probably what thirty. It was a 30-70 split, a 70-30 split, you know, 30% Chargers fans. But this was worse than that. This was worse. This was probably 50-50. Yeah. All NFC East this, games. This felt it, like 50-50. You're right. Right. Yeah. I mean, no no other. There's look, no um, home field advantage for the Washington football team. There never right. will be until there's no grass. There's, there's no. There's no, but they, I mean, they don't practice there. Nobody wants to be there. It's not nope. It's not a unique venue in any way. There's it's no, never like, coming. history behind it. Like, it, it's just a. It's literally just a big circle in the middle of nowhere, Maryland, where nobody wants to go. It, it's right? a networking event. This area looks at Washington football team games as just a networking event. I mean, that would be great fans. because then at least you could fill the place, right? Everybody will come with their uh, with their work clothes, right? But you don't even get that crowded at a t- like yeah. you're not because they're not able to watch it again. There's no bars, there's no restaurants next to the. It'll go to happy hour. But, but honestly, I think I think the NFL considers these things when they're figuring out their primetime schedule. Like every team's going to get something, right? But like I think every team has to play a Thursday night game. I I think so, That's but like yeah. on, yeah. but your tailgating no situation is going to be different. Your, your your whole environment is yeah. going to be different. Like it's not like the Packers on a Thursday night are gonna they're gonna they're gonna still tailgate. No one's going to work on Friday. Right. Blah blah blah. That doesn't happen in DC. We just got to be honest. Right. Like it doesn't happen. Like the the fervor and the love and the passion behind this team has been eroded. You know, consistently. I won't say slowly. It's been consistently just kind of chipped at you know we even got like i'm not gonna name names but there's there's some longtime like hosts that we grew up listening to that have just abandoned the team and just switched teams completely and i uh-huh. like can can you can you blame them like what why are we like why are we still cheering for this team short of this is where like our like this is where our moms kind of dropped us off right we just uh-huh. kind of woke up we, we we were born into this world here and thus we have some stupid allegiance to this team that just we enjoy the misery, we enjoy the heartache, we enjoy the up and down. We're we're gonna be high tomorrow. I, I can't imagine being a fan that's constantly happy with this team. I don't yeah, like, what I mean, are you what supposed a, to do? What other way there to be a fan right now? What are you supposed to do when you watch a game that doesn't come down to the two minutes and induce yeah. heart attacks oh. and heart palpitations and, and you kick or misses the kick and then makes the kick? No, yeah. it's the only way to do it. It'd be so way. boring to, to I wouldn't have it any other way. Out. Who are you gonna root for? Are you gonna root for the, the, the Saints? Are you gonna root for the I mean you guys you guys kill me about cheering for the Broncos? I mean Broncos I mean that's that that that's just the I mean, uh, listen. I'm not saying go to the Cowboys or the the Eagles or the Giants. Like maybe maybe stay out of the division. But like if you're gonna be tormented by a team, you should at least enjoy. You know? no. Like this was we're too this loyal. Was this was painful. Loyal. You know, I I look so headlines for tomorrow. If you got any other ones, I think it's gonna be a, obviously a lot of Heineke and it's it all on be. Heineke. That's it's the- all on Heineke. I, I think Hopkins is gonna feel some heat behind the scenes I, I just my opinion you can't be this erratic with your like you just can't be this erratic i, I don't know how else to say it and i he made I, three I, kicks i don't know why you're getting so hard on hopkins he made three field goals tonight he was three for three uh, the the truth is all the headlines tomorrow it's, it's not even going to be revolver on the washington football team it's all going to be about the giants their breakdown their their choke they uh, missed extra point. I, I think I think Joe we'll get a little bit. I think we'll get a little bit of love. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Heineke may get, get a little love. bit of praise. I mean, no, I, Rivera. Rivera is a story. I mean, Ron in and of himself is he's he's a story, and somebody will spin it into resilience of the team, and Ron pulled it, made it happen, and and that's fine. I'm okay with that. But for one day, we're gonna. And I I mean, I enjoy listening to all the opinions and the bloviating the day after we play in, on the national stage and win. Like, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll make time for all the radio and all the, 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 the talking head shows. Cause I'll, you know, it'll be the first segment of every show and then they'll pivot away because, you know, we'll we consider Packers, they'll talk about Aaron Rodgers, they'll talk yeah. about Dak, which, which the they Cowboys. Should. 
honestly, Aaron Rodgers and the breakdown of of that relationship between him and the city and the team, it's a bigger story than did Heineke you, winning. Did you see uh, all the all the memes that came? I out was about just about there. to bring him up. Oh. The, uh, there were a couple of ones that cracked me up. The the Nicholas Cage. Yeah, uh, I mean. Yeah. Look, FP, we didn't get your take on this. I mean, you, you, I know, look, I know you watched every single game probably over the weekend. Yeah, I did. We all had some different takeaways. You know, mine was the, I think Aaron Rodgers and that situation is the lead story moving forward. I mean, did, was there something bigger that we missed? I mean, there's, Stevie was big on the NFC West. Um, I think, Razzle, you had, you had some, some strong thoughts on the Bills. And on the, the the Cardinals and just how dominant the Cardinals looked, I think they're one of your sneaky Super Bowl picks. Oh, the Rams, shots. you get it. You're forgetting the about Rams, Rams. The Rams, the yeah, Rams, the Rams. Rams. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, but FP, I know. Like I said, you you probably watched everything that we watched. I mean, did you have anything that that kind of stuck out for me? It was Aaron Rodgers. That body language was terrible. He doesn't want to be there. Joe Barry can't coach. A, like nothing has changed since Joe Barry left here. He still can't <laughs> coach a defense. Uh, I mean, I think it's I think it's a huge story, and and because it's the Packers and it's Rodgers. You know, I understand why it leads pretty much every broadcast. It's definitely the biggest story media-wise. And I, I personally think that he is phoning it in. I don't think he truly cares to compete on the Packers, and he's kind of forcing their hands to get rid of him or, or make a QB change, and then some kind of drama happens. But from a football perspective, to me, the biggest surprise or the biggest headline is really the flip of that game, Jameis Winston. And I really want to know, if, if he kind of had like a Carlos Rogers effect where LASIK fixed James Winston <laughs> and, and all of a sudden he's a, a stud. Oh, I forgot TV. about that. I love me from Carlos. <laughs> I forgot about that. You give, you give him LASIK and all of a sudden he's dropping dimes and throwing. That bastard couldn't catch passing. a cold. He gets his eyes fixed and he's catching everything. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, so, maybe crab legs just needed, just needed his eyeballs. He just got his out. LASIK. That's he it. needed some real coaching. No, I mean, Sean Payton's a quarterback fourth for I mean, he, he, maybe the, uh, I think God, they made guy, he had 140 yards passing. No, no, he seemed accurate. He seemed poised. He seemed confident. He threw the ball like 12, like 12 times, Joe. If right. Tyler Heineke tonight had 140 yards passing, four touchdown passes, we oh all, oh my mean, God. I mean, you'd be, you'd be doing yeah, the podcast. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. I won't argue with that. I yeah. won't argue. But uh, look, tomorrow, Heineke, I can't wait to hear Skip Bayless tell me that it, you know you he's still this, watch Skip. Yeah, I watch Skip. I want listen. No. I, I, he, I'm a connoisseur of all uh, all. No, I can't the only the time skip. you should watch Skip is when the Cowboys lose. Yeah, that that's that's only the, no, t- the only who, time who he's you, good. TV. I mean, what's your go to? I'm gonna listen. No, I'm gonna listen no. to the radio in the morning. I, I mean, the radio is always on. Like I'm for for better or for worse. I'm obsessed uh, with radio. Best I, show I, hands down is Good Morning Football on NFL Network. That is actually is a very good show. That's a very yeah, good. Yeah, they do it very well. No, no, they just got rid of uh, Nate Burleson, and they're bringing in guest stars. I think D Hall was on it last week. Yeah, but that's that's, that's all all good. around a really good football show. And tomorrow, right, my boy, t- uh, first take. For, now, now they got rid of Max. They got a rotating cast. For, I think uh, Fridays is with Tebow. So you want to get a little it, bit Tim Tebow. It's hard for me to give ESPN my viewership. Nah. Well, look, you keep rocking that red hat, baby. All right. <laughs> I see you. I see you. All right. Nothing but a nookie. I see you. I see you. All right. Any final thoughts before we put a bow on this one? I mean, look, I, I don't want to get too I, – I, before we – I don't want to preview the bills. I think we'll do that. We'll have plenty of time to, to do that. I think, you know, for me, walking away from this game, the two things that are going to stand out, they really – it shouldn't have been that close. From a talent perspective, Washington should have dominated from start to finish, and they didn't. Um, the win is much needed. They're one and one, but we'll take it, right? It's a division win. It's it's better than anyone else, right? Right now in the division, they're one and zero in the division, so we'll take it. They they should have beat this team more handily. It's okay that they didn't, but I mean, again, a win is a win. I I think there was enough get right here for the team to build off of this with an extended break now before they, they have to travel to Buffalo. Buffalo will not will will present a completely different challenge with a team that is offensively loaded, uh, much more so like the Chargers are built than than the, the Giants. Um, but at least for, for the next couple of days, I mean, Ron, Ron should give the team the day off. I think this defense needs to do some real soul searching and they got to decide like are we gonna be are we gonna be the dominant front four that we've been billed to be, or are we just a very, to Steve's point, an average unit that in spurts can surge and play really well. 
I think right. that's it, that's the one like identity crisis time. Like we, and, they get, they're going to have to make a decision here. And cause some turnovers. I mean, this is I definitely tonight. We we had zero turnovers from our defense. Um, so we, we need to find some ways to be creative because it's often like it's going to be erratic all season. So we're going to need to find ways to, to, to move the field position in our favor. Um, there were no turnovers. I got to look, go back and look at that to see what we were like last week against the Chargers in terms of getting the ball back. But that, the defense needs to do a little bit of soul searching. I think the offense needs to continue to build on success. I think we need to see a little bit more of Gibson in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, plans for the game and and we need to see him a little bit i, I I'm does it surprised. bother you how he runs i noticed it, it a couple of times today that the ball he like it's loose it's a little loose we, when we, he does there. the he does the chicken wing yeah. thing a little bit like running backs yeah. that have been running running backs their entire lives they run like with that ball really tight well, he's not a running yeah. back. high and tight he I, needs to I learn know. high and tight well, that's I the know. Thing. And just a couple I, times tonight i was just the, the arm comes up like you know that that loaf of bread effect, the 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 Terrell Owens, like you know, I got it, I got it with my monster. I want to see him involved in the passing game. That's something that I was hoping to see a little bit more. I know they get. Well, oh, you want like wheel routes from the backfield? You I want, want some out? wheel routes. I want him to get more than eighteen and a half points, eighteen and a half yards, like we had in our bet today. That's what I want him to get a little bit more than. I want to see him included in in, in, in the game. I, mean, look, I don't disagree. I mean, I think he's got some of that 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 Ladanian the LT skill set where he can I, run, he can, yeah, he can run through the line, turn around, set. catch yeah. the ball, and fall down. You know, right. two three yards every time you need two or three yards. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a bad point. I mean, he he still has a long way to go, but he for how young he is as a running back, he's yeah. He's well, doing I mean, but look right behind well. him. I mean, JD, they don't that the offense doesn't doesn't skip a beat when this when the spell team like not like much when, of a beat to skip, but yeah. Well, uh, okay, but McKissick <laughs> McKissick is a capable. He's a capable running back. Yeah, yeah, he can run. I mean, he got, got he got us some some third down conversions. He got those first downs, but oh, you know what? And by the way, complete BS in the set in the what at the end of the first quarter, or beginning of the second quarter. When you fall and you're not touched and you continue to move forward, oh, yeah, yeah. you get credit for the yeah. yards, okay? But th- there was bad calls on, on both sides. and that no, but, th- but that's like typical football team crap. Can I just say, that, that brings me to my point. The two things I need to talk about. Penalties, both sides of the ball, god-awful. Terrible, cannot happen. So sloppy. And then deeping, diving deeper into that, Sam Cosme is crap. I need us to go back to the Jets, uh, bring Steve. me Morgan Moses back from their second uh, string and, and bring him back on this team. Cosme has way too many mistakes week one and week two. Guy, like two seconds ago, you were given the linebacker, you're given the rookie a break, but you're, you're, you're now you're poo-pooing all over the offensive lineman. Why? Why? Uh, he you, wasn't giving any linebacker a break. He was, this uh, whole, whole offseason, we hear that Cosme's going up and practicing against Sweat and Young. Well, apparently, Cosme's so bad that he made Sweat and Young regress a little bit, and the whole defense is suffering. All uh, I'm saying is that's Cosme, a very good point. Cosme is very terrible, and if Chase and and Sweat are going through training camp, be like, "Oh man, I'm I'm rocking him. I'm ready for the season." Clearly, you're not. Something I'm going to isolate that. Down. That's going to be the lead clip for the show because you're 100 <laughs> right. If you're practicing against Poo, you start to think that you're not Poo, right? Exactly. Until you face somebody, somebody who's not Poo, and then you realize, hey, maybe I'm Poo. Right. I mean, that, that's that's where this unit Eloquently is right now. Put. They they, yes. they have got to play better. I mean, Steve, within the first three plays, was ready to, to you know, punt on the game. And just he's like, Let, let's go out and get a drink. Forget about the game. Is this, this is going to be a long night, blah, blah, blah. And he, he, he wasn't wrong. I mean, he wasn't wrong. This team cannot be successful if the defense cannot get consistent pressure with only four down linemen or three and a half or whatever formation or front they want to put together. If you have to bring the linebackers who are slow consistently, what Daniel Jones did tonight is exactly what's going to continue to happen. He's going to turn the corner and run right past them. And well, he, he, look, he looked play, like an Olympic sprinter today. Like he just not he literally ran game, away from everyone. Oh, he looked incredibly fast. So it was almost like it was Michael Vick back there. But if you're not going to play our game, at least play a clean game and try to get through the, the, the downfalls that we might have. Yeah, I, I don't disagree there. I think there's there's a, there's a lot of storylines. There's going to be a lot of discussion. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, you know, to watching football this Sunday and not having my day ruined. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, we, okay. it's going to be nice. Like, you know, you fire up Red Zone. If you, like, I stopped paying for Red Zone. I just like to, I mean, I'm, I, I can't follow all of the games. So the what are you to. watching? You're going to be stuck watching, like, the Dolphins and the, and the Bills, or you're going to get stuck. Yeah, I mean, that's why I want to watch the Jets. Bills. 
I'll be do, I'll be scouting the Bills. No, I'll watch the Broncos. Some, you need some Scott Hansen in your yeah. life, Joe. You need some uh, Scott red zone, red zone, and just keep your fantasy up. Yep, perfect Sunday. Yep. Right there. The bets on maybe gotta... maybe I'm just getting older where I, I don't. I mean, fantasies. I, I do fantasy football because I enjoy hanging out with my friends. Not necessarily. Uh, maybe I've also come to the realization I'll never win our stupid league. We're in season 18. I'm never. Your boys never never won the championship. I've sniffed it a couple of times. Uh, you never do won. red. You you do red zone. I mean, I'm just gonna like, get the slate for this Sunday. You do red zone pretty much the whole day. There's not really one game I want to watch until you get to the Sunday night where you see the Chiefs and the Ravens, which. Uh, for me, the Ravens are the most overrated team in the NFL, so I think that's not going to be a close. Game yeah, I mean they they don't they don't have running backs. They don't they they lost a bunch of key they players. Don't have a they don't have a ball. Yeah, yeah, Lamar is. I've seen I've seen that show before. It's called RG three. Yeah. Seen that yeah. seen that one a couple times. By the way, can we talk about RG three just sweeten the team constantly? <laughs> Put me I mean, in. Just make the call, coach. <laughs> I don't know what call he wants. You think RG3 gets a call before Cam Newton gets a call? I, I don't think so. No, no, no you call no Cam Newton. No, RG3 well, at least for bad. one week, hopefully, we don't have to listen to Cam Newton talk. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Cam Newton, but I, I am not a fan of him being on this team. I, I don't think they need him. I think Heineke we'll showed We'll see what happens after the Bills. The yeah, only well, time mean, you should be talking about bringing in Cam Newton is if we're trotting out Kyle Allen as our yes. starter and barely putting up 10 points. Bring in yes. the circus. Bring in the freak show. Bring in the drama at that point. To at least keep me entertained. Yes. But right now in Heineke, I trust, man. This guy absolutely the kids got it. The kids got it. Let let's let's enjoy this victory, boys. Let's put a bow on this show. Let's go and celebrate by probably going to sleep. Let's be very honest here. I'm exhausted. Your boy hasn't seen 1230 or midnight or, or one o'clock in the morning in a long time. I'm ready to get to bed. You know what? We're gonna wake up tomorrow to a lot of coverage, positive coverage of the football team, and that's a good thing. So we'll take yeah. it, we'll enjoy it. Like I said, we are, our Sunday cannot be ruined by the football team because they will not be playing, and that's a positive as well. And we can start to look you know, next week at, at the Bills and, and see what this team can do um, you know, to, to, to try to steal one in Buffalo. They really they shouldn't be favored. I think that line's going to be very, very favorable, so I'm sure we'll do some, uh, some betting breakdowns. But for now, thank you, Razzle, for joining the postgame show. Thank you, FP. I love the hat. Bring it back. Keep wearing it. Don't shower until the team loses. Okay, you're, you're the good luck charm here. So keep it, it rolling. Um, to, to everyone that's been uh, uh, watching here on YouTube, thank you for watching the show. It's kind of a cool way to, to, to interact with the show. You can find us on Twitter, everywhere you can imagine. Wherever you get your, your, your podcast, you can find the show as well. Just search for DTC or Defeating the Curse. And thank you to the Contender Network. We appreciate them as well. A lot more coming on that front in the weeks to come. And the, the, the road ahead is an exciting one. We're done with two weeks of 17. It's going to be a fun one. Thank you boys for making time. Washington football team beats the New York giants at home 30 to 29. It is over. We have won. We are